episode 21 titled 2019 Nats Spurcha. Uh, this is Robert Monty and to have with me Michael Shaggy Parker. I know how to hover. And our guest Rich Sowers. Hey I can hover. <laughs> 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 I'm firmly planted in my seat there is no hovering the seat is clean. <laughs> uh, first up what did we do since the last episode? <laughs> and this is actually uh, covering this actually is uh, true for all three of us uh, well let me say this uh, DePaulo is uh, he has purchased a mic I saw I saw that he purchased said mic but he has gone dark on us tonight I'm betting that life has reached out and grabbed a hold so we'll probably hear from him I've been flying with him so uh, what it did so Shaggy you go first what have you done since oh no oh not Shaggy let's go with Rich what have you done since the last episode Rich well I did not go to Urcha and I did not go to Nats um, I did spend uh, since the last time we talked I spent 4th of July weekend flying um, took my Protos out and got those two flight modes that we talked about working cool and um it was kind of funny because, uh, you know, we were talking about that hovering at mid stick, you know, being five degrees of pitch or so at mid stick and hovering. Yeah. And I got that all worked out on a switch and I literally would fly my hovering maneuvers with the switch off, turn around, flip the switch. Now what I did was I did what we had talked about. I took and, um, reduced the dual rate down to nothing. I mean, if I try to do a roll with that helicopter in that mode right now, I'd better be really freaking high because um, <laughs> it's not going to come over. And uh, I took some of the expo out. Expo wasn't the real answer. It was the dual rates were the answer. And um, even slowed the head speed a little bit. Um, raised some gains a lot higher than I ever thought I would and was surprised what a difference that made in keeping the helicopter stable. Um I took in, but I could flip the switch. I would, I'd, I'd be in the maneuver, be in my, what was my normal rates. Yeah. And I was jumping all over the place and, you know, just feeling like I was having trouble getting it on the ground. And that was the same problem I had during the competition. I flipped that switch and man, it was day and night. It was, I felt in control. The helicopter wasn't all over the place. Um, it just, it would just sit there. Another thing I noticed, you know, during the competition, I was, my tail was moving. I was driving my tail so that as I got over the cone, it was pointing towards me, not yeah. completely towards me, but I had an angle towards me. Yeah. I started leaving the damn stick alone and remembering it's a heading hole gyro asshole and <laughs> just leave it alone. Don't touch it. And it would, it would sit there over, over the flag or over the cone. I was using cones and the tail would just stay there if I just didn't touch it. Leave it alone. Imagine that it it would stay. It would it would stay. You know, I mean, I was like, okay, I'm getting it. 
I move it back to the center, turning at 90 degrees, you can just leave it alone. Um, and it will do its thing. And, um, that was, and then I, I could flip the switch back and be all over the place. I mean, it was like, all right, I'm, this is coming together. You know what I mean? And, um, it was the same thing with, with flying away. I had to up my rates, of course, but once I started getting the hang of where those things needed to be and getting comfortable with the roll rate, um, it, my roll was coming around. I mean, I was like, all right. This is coming together. The setup of the model, not me. You know, I mean, I yeah. still, got a lot, you know, I mean, it was, it's all about practice, but the model was coming around and, um, especially in the hover, I was like, it was day and night, flip the switch. And it literally was day and night in the setup of the helicopter and the way that it, it made me look. And, uh, so I spent all 4th of July weekend doing that. And then, um, Decided after Fourth of July weekend that I was not going to do Nats. Um, <laughs> there was there was just no way I could be ready. It wouldn't fair to myself. It, it, it wouldn't be you know. I mean, I just I know I would go and be disappointed. So it it wasn't um, it just wasn't for this year. And yeah. so um, otherwise, I've done a little bit of flying um, on the weekends. You know, the normal you know showing up and being at the field when it wasn't too hot. I will say this. My six-year-old grandson flew an airplane for the first time on a buddy box without my thumbs on the fingers with him. I was wow. so, Yeah, it was awesome. And the grin on his face was worth being <laughs> in the hobby. Um, so it was it was totally cool. And uh, he was so proud of himself. Um, that was that was a fun day. And uh, he was like, I did it, Grandpa. I did it, Grandpa. I was like, yeah, we sure did. And um, that, that, was, that was a good day. He even wanted to land it. And uh, he's like, like, let me land, let me land. I was like, ah, we got this, buddy. But I'm excited. He's, uh, he seemed to be picking up on, on something to do. So it's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. I think, um, it's a great experience. Yeah. I think, uh, that's, I think that's about mostly what I've done since the last one. Cause I did not obviously didn't go to Urcher. I didn't go to, yeah. I planned to go to Urcher up until that, you know, just right before Urcher and a couple of things happened that, I decided to stay at the house, but uh, I lived vicariously through you guys and uh, appreciated <laughs> all the all the videos and stuff. Shaggy, you were doing an awesome job keeping everybody up to date. Um, what did I do? I'm not paying uh, attention. Posting some videos and stuff from Urcha. It was uh, oh yeah, that's right. You did you did a good job with that, and uh, that was that was a lot of fun. Everybody was doing a pretty good job. It was hard not to be there, but at least you could see what everybody was doing. Yeah. What videos did I put up? I don't oh, you remember. You put up a speed video. You put up the video in the class. Um, what did I? What? I don't remember doing any of this. You didn't put those up, or did somebody else do it? I thought. Didn't you post the video on? Uh, um, oh, you make me look now. The uh, on the class on the little class you guys had for the speed comp speed guys. Oh, Bill put that up. That was from RCHN. Oh crap! Sorry, Bill. Yeah, don't don't be giving me credit. It's Bill. Screwed that one up. Oh, screwed that one up. Ah, uh, you should have been doing more, Shaggy. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Oh, damn. Sorry. Didn't mean to screw that one up. And uh, your friendly advertisement for the Bill and YouTube channel. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. We appreciated it. I watched them. So, um, anyway. It wasn't me. It was, it was good old Bill there. I was there. I was in the video. That's probably why you thought it was uh, me. May have been. I 
Oh, uh, anyway, I'm crawling back into my shoe now. <laughs> <laughs> so who's next? Uh, let's go Shaggy. What have you done besides Urcha and Nats? Oh, it's me? Okay. Um, I got an R5. <laughs> wow. I exploded a heli. Again? So, yeah, I crashed again. That's, 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 uh, that's Urcha. And that is the Urcha. Uh, and, and R5 is also Urcha. Um, I sold a lot of shit. That's- I sold helis. Yes, you have been doing that. I'm currently selling helis. Yes, you see like, quite, quite a bit of stuff online for sale. Yeah, I, I sold my 420. Uh, I'm selling my my backup E7. Uh, almost bought a Diablo. Still tempted to buy a Diablo. <laughs> he says uh, he's bringing it to extravaganza. Oh, jeez. No. Uh, bought a 14SG yesterday. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, logo has no electronics in it right at the moment. Well, I mean, motor and ESC at the moment, and soon to lose the gyro. <laughs> uh, sold the motor in that, about to sell the ESC in that, about to get, I got a new gyro for it. Everything is being swapped. So that's kind of basically what I've kind of done. And yeah, also been working on some planes and stuff like that but you know that's a that's a different topic but okay you, you can't say swap to not say swap to what oh i'm just i'm just you know mix and match and everything you know just what do you, what do you mean by swap to what well, what are you going to if you pulled your gyro and stuff your your well, servos I mean, the, on, are you moving to a different brand well, or? Oh, the servos are fine well okay so on the logo uh i sold the motor in esc i was gonna get a scorpion and hobby uh hobby wing for it but uh, I might be testing, not owning at the time, at at the time being, but testing some uh, German engineering, mm. and uh, also putting a CGY in it. Mm. Uh, so the logo is going to have a CGY. E7 has a CGY, and the R5 will have a CGY. Um. Oh yeah, I also did. Well, that that's Archer related. Never mind. <laughs> I really haven't done much since Urcha, other than selling, selling and buying, or mostly selling. Yeah, I almost crashed the 420 after I sold it. <laughs> so I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah, I, 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 I was getting low on, over the beans and kind of sent it right into the beans, about to hit throttle hole, and it pops right out at the bottom. I was like, yes, saved it. You were there for that. Yeah, you rode over with the one wheel, Mike's one wheel, and just oh, just before. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, they tell you never to drive a car yeah. after you've sold it. <laughs> you don't understand how lucky you were I didn't run you over that one wheel while you're flying your heli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why you are coming so fast. <laughs> Almost didn't stop. Mm, nah. By the way, one wheels are very, very fun and addicting. Yeah. It cost $1,800. That, that mm. one wheel is a little spendy. But, yeah. Is that all? Oh, dude, I really am blank right now. So, now that I only have one 700-class helicopter, uh, I have some spare uh, Contronic electronics that might be fitted into a logo. <laughs> 
And uh, don't know whose logo that is. I wonder whose logo that is. And uh, my, uh, I, I might have sold a CGY 750 recently. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> that might be going in a logo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have some Fataba BLS 272 SV servos in the 276. They are not going in the logo. That are uh, not for sale to uh, uh, a member of our podcast who's a member of uh, what Team Expert. <laughs> yeah, they are not going in the logo. And if they do, I ain't owning the heli. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that point, well. Yeah, at that point, if I put my servos and my Contronic in there, I think I have more more money in, in that heli than you do. <laughs> <laughs> so just like the Oxy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll take that trade. Uh, um, no, since the last episode, when did we record last? We we recorded, and I still didn't have my heli. End of June, the the day after the day after your your uh, Mid Atlantic event. Yeah, so the Sunday after the Fourth of July, my uh, Diablo showed up from from Germany via South Carolina, and uh, I began assembly of my helicopter. And um, yeah, so it showed up on the seventh of July. I maidened it on the fourteenth of July. And then on the 21st of July at 8 a.m. that morning, uh, nationals began and I was there with my helicopter to compete. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not something I actually, I, I hope I don't do that again. It was stressful and I lost a lot of sleep. And after the loss of sleep and everything else, I ended up, my, my allergies got the better of me out there. And I ended up coming home with an ear infection from Muncie. Dude, you, I've never seen that look on your face during Nats before. Oh, it was, I was miserable. I thought you were going to take the boom and start swinging. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I dealt with teething pains with a model and, um. The teething pains have been worked out. The teething pains They've have been, been worked out. Oh, so, so Martin, why did you decide to use the new model if you still had one of the old ones, if it was causing you issues? You sold it. Um, oh, you sold both of yours? I didn't realize you'd sold it. Yeah, I sold, I sold both of them. Ah. Um, the other one sold shortly after. Um, no, the other model, the, the older models weren't ready for competition. They yeah. weren't ready for competition. So this model got pressed for in the competition. And um, I had a gremlin, I had an electronic gremlin come forward with me. And it was finally, it was finally diagnosed to be an electronic gremlin and not a, and not an airframe or, or, uh, or blade gremlin. Yeah. So um, that gremlin got worked out right as Urcha began. And uh, all is well. Yeah, because at this point, I have 70 flights and nine hours of airtime on the Diablo. So it's uh, it's been pretty much flying at least every weekend. And this weekend, I actually got out twice. Oh. Um, flight times are a little shorter. I think I'm averaging... What am I averaging? Actually, I did the math on it today because I can't see. No, I'm averaging between like, I think I'm up near eight and a half on it right now. 
Um, but that sucks compared to that 11, 12 minute flight time. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it kind of does, but it doesn't, um, dude, that, uh, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it later. You go for finish. <laughs> so I'm in love with that model. I, I bought a set of rotor blades from my good friend, Wes Manier, um, as, uh, I had much too light of a rotor blade for that helicopter and what I was required to do in competition. And it's not that I couldn't do it. It's just uh, my skill was only getting me but so far. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, as I said in the previous episode of Rotor Blades, choose a blade that, uh, choose a blade that, that uh, uh, helps your weaknesses. So... Um, yeah, now, right now, I got, uh, I've got the SAB... Thunderbolt T line uh, 730 blades from the Eurake on it that are actually 725 millimeters. Despite you hear that, Rich, he actually has an SAB product. Ah, <laughs> I'm not going there because <laughs> you know what won worlds and what came in second place in worlds. Uh, winning worlds was a pro drone. Flown by Edo, if I remember correctly. What came in second place? A Kraken. A Kraken. Yep. Piloted by Enio Grabber. Cool. That's still pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. Um, yeah. I did see that flight. That flight was really good. Yeah. He's an insane pilot. Yeah, no, uh, a few of us were actually talking about that during when Worlds was happening, when we saw some of the photos pop up, and it was clear that Enio was piloting a uh, Kraken. Um, I should probably go back and look at pictures and see. I expect he probably leveled out the landing gear so it wasn't raked. And um, past that, it's a good setup. And, a good and setup. swinging at 2,700 RPM. I don't know if he was really doing 2,700 RPM. Dude, that thing sounded vicious. Hmm. The goblin has a sound to it because of its boom. It, it is true. Yeah. That is true. Goblin has a sound to it because of its boom. Yeah, because I know, I know. Uh, so I was out of the field with uh, a friend of ours, Doug Vestal, and yes. he has a Kraken. And I know that he's at like sixteen hundred RPM. Uh, it sounds like eighteen. Mm. Really, it sounds that loud, much louder. It sounds eighteen. It's not. It's not. It's not loud. There's. <laughs> Uh, it's fun now that I, f now that I'm flying a belted 700 model, that's got a belt driving the tail, how much quieter it is. So now yes, you, yours, you can yours. be a bit of a butthead and say, wow, that hell is loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, your, your model feels like it's faster and sounds faster, but when you start seeing the phasing of the head, it's like, this is low. Yeah. Yeah. When you start, I wouldn't say phasing in the head, but you start seeing the, um, What's the word? Oh, strobing. Sorry, strobing. strobing. Yeah, you see a strobe yeah. when you're doing 3D. Yeah, strobing. That's the word I wanted to use. Yeah, those SAB blades. The, I think you flew the SABs in the daytime. They're heavy. Uh, yes. They're they're 253 grams a blade. What I like. Uh, um, the heaviest blades I've ever flown before that was the F3C rails, and they were – my heavy set was 242. I put a set of 242 Funtex on this after competition was over, and um, the Funtex hovered really well. And they flew aerobatics as good as the SABs. 
Um, but the auto, auto, they were, they were dead. They were dead for me in auto. It's not that they auto bad. It's just, uh, I'm, uh, it's taken me 70 flights to start finally having good smooth autos with my, my, my Diablo. Um, just getting used to how it performs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I also ran the, uh, SA, uh, SAB 710 Thunderbolt blades on my E7 for competition. And they're about two, 210 a blade, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, this weekend, I actually, on Saturday, I got four flights with uh, Ben's um, spin blades. The new spin blades. Well, they're not really new anymore, but guys haven't seen them. But they're... Um, they're not building with the method anymore that blows that blows up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, new building, new blades. Wow, I really enjoyed them on my model. They're seven hundred and twenty millimeters, and um, I think I've talked to Ben about waiting on them. They're not they're not two hundred fifty grams. I don't think they're two hundred grams. I think they're like two ten at seven twenty. But something's going on in the way the weighting is on those blades. Because I can do in-place flips and rolls and the blades do not sound like they're trying to uh, blend rocks. <laughs> yeah. They're not edge blades, edge profile. Yeah, they, they, they don't, they don't you know, just in-place in place maxed out continuous rolls and flips, they don't make much noise. They keep their head speed really well, but something's good. But they still, they're very aerobatic. They... How they're weighted is special. I um, actually need to hit buy on a set. Uh, well, you know, Nick talked about that on our on a rotorblade episode. Yeah, and it was very interesting. I want to try some six hundreds because I don't think I can use the seven twenties. No, you can't. Yeah, but I like to try the six hundred size because <laughs> I got three six hundreds now. <laughs> well, in a little bit of a giveaway, uh, Shaggy and myself and DePaulo, uh he helped me a bit over the weekend. Uh, we are working on September's episode of a review of current 700 class helicopters. So, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've been talking to folks. People wonder why I've been asking them questions as I've been poking at things to make sure we get right things. And one of the one of the values I started collecting is what's what's the maximum size rotor blade this thing can swing. <laughs> Yeah, because I I was surprised by what some size helis can swing, because the Diablo maxes out at seven hundred and forty two millimeters, with I think like a, I think it's still running like a one hundred five tail at that size. <laughs> um, but the gear ratio is insane on the tail. I've got the red pulley on it. I think it's like five point one or five point four to wow. one. Yeah. It's insane. Um, what else have I done? No, I've been flying my Diablo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Invite me over to work on my Oxy so you can fly it and crash it again? Uh, to be honest, I kind of want to get your Oxy back to you. And I want to, since since we've... Uh, no, taken- you want to finish that. You want to finish off that boom and then hand it back to me in two pieces. <sighs> You can give me the boom to put on my model with whatever belt is left over. <laughs> um, no, I we got to finish yours. We got to get yours going. Yeah, we got to get mine going. Um, I got to get my oxy going. I need to have some fun with it. So yeah, um, let's start. That's what I've done. Uh, 
so I will do a little bit of RC Heli news. Um, yes, we do have some actually. Yep, Mark Ryder has brought back uh, Run Ryder. Um, he and he was at Urcha. Yeah, he was at Urcha. He was out there. Uh, he was out there doing his videoing. So I'm looking forward to seeing Mark Ryder's videos as well because uh, we've seen some of Gail's videos pop up. Um, haven't looked. Uh, Mark Ryder released a video of uh, JC Zanko flying at Battle of the Brands. Did he? Yes. Because I saw Gail's video. He had to pull it and yep. fix his spelling of Zankel's name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Mark Ryder did release that video. It is on RC uh, or Run Rider. Uh, Run Rider right now. Cool. Um, there's that. Uh, the 696. Um, uh, you know, we saw it at Urcha and it sounds like kits. I think you can pre-order kits already. Yes. Pre-ordering the kits and the price is eight ninety nine. Yep. Um, now it, anybody want to buy E7? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, um, it, uh, you know, uh, looking at the 696, it looks like, uh, Matt ticked off all the boxes on things that folks were asking for, you know, uh, bigger main shaft, bigger heads, uh, feathering spindle, battery tray, uh, beefier ge- gears. Say that again. The beefier gears it, or seven six six gears. Well, so they're not seven six six gears. I got into the discussion with it. They're they are a gear unto itself, but they are not the E seven SE gears. Is the tail boom still the same size as the as the current E seven? I don't know. I think it's thicker. I think it's the seven six six diameter, but I'm not hundred percent yeah, sure. I that would be was nice. a, I thought oh, it was a bigger diameter. Also, one one piece transmission. That's nice. Yes, yes. The one piece transmission. So what you, what the guys are seeing. I really looked the, at that. Yeah, what the guys are seeing in the nitro is is made its way over there. That's nice. Uh, another thing that was just released is Real Flight Nine has been announced. <laughs> Don't be laughing. It's 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 another sim. I know it's not like all these other heli sims, but you know, for anybody else, it's a good sim. Um. So currently, right now, Real Flight 9 is available to purchase. Uh, they literally had it available for a pre-order, and a day later, they had it available to purchase. So it is available right at this moment to go buy from Horizon Hobbies. Uh, I've done a lot of research on this stuff, and I've even made a YouTube video and posted it on my YouTube channel, because uh, kind of what my YouTube channel is based off of. They got a new, um, a new Interlink radio. Uh, this time they have a spectrum one kind of interested in. I know I'm, I'm dabbling in Fataba now, but I'm kind of interested in, in this, in this particular spectrum interlink radio. Might try it one day, but yeah, head over to Horizon or real or, or on real flight and you can look at the, the new sims and all the specs. Or you can head over to my YouTube channel and watch the video that I, the introduction video I made. Next. That's a, there's also a new version of AccuRC. There is. There is another one. Yep. And, uh, I hear it's got a Goblin Black Nitro. Yep. I like it a lot too, and I'm not a I. I don't know. I normally fly seven five, and uh, a real flight, and I put this upgrade in. And I've never liked the interaction of the background on Acura, but um, it's gotten better. It's. I like it. That's good. That's good. That's cool. Okay, uh, in their last part of our news, uh, a little bit of sad news. Uh, you guys may have seen us uh, talk about it, or not talk about it, but post up on Facebook. Um, good friend of ours, Bob Harris, uh, passed away on July 15th. 
Um, we did an interview with him earlier this year. Um, you know, I'm sad that my friend has passed, but on the other hand, uh, Bob was living it up right till the last last bit. He was yep. he was still driving a Corvette and riding his trike <laughs> motorcycle in, into the you know I, I know he was riding it late last year and I saw the Corvette at the beginning of this year. <laughs> that man lived it to the fullest. Um, he, he did. Yeah, he didn't let anything stop him. He didn't let anything stop him. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I I only I only met him for one time, but I felt like I've I've known him for a very long time. Yeah, just the stories he he said. Yeah. I don't know. It just it, it was it, it's sad. It's very sad. It's, but uh, it's, I, it's, I, I'm I'm extremely grateful for uh, that time we were able to get in, in in him to share the stories that that he experienced over over his life. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely an inspiration for me in that. Uh, you know, you're getting older, so what? Get out there and have fun and do things, because uh, if you stop doing things, you're likely to stop living. <laughs> so, get out there and live. Um, and another passing of another friend, uh, Eric Freeman. Um, him and I only talked online, but uh, he was friends of friends from the competition side. Um, he was actually planned to be out at Nats this year. He was uh, he had built himself a scale model, and he was also looking to fly an expert class. Um, he didn't actually show up for nationals, and was shortly thereafter got word that he was in the hospital. Um, and then uh, it was late. It was last week actually that uh, the word came out that he passed away. So, rest in peace, my friends. Uh, I hope you were uh, playing with helicopters out there or doing whatever uh, meets your fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that takes us on to our main topic of gnats and urcha. <laughs> Let's get this started. You know, it was right before, right before, like that week that uh, was was preceding Urcha. Uh, like the entire U.S. was at a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was crazy. My my note for Nats is hot, cold, perfect. Uh, Sunday, and, and my nose is hot, cold, windy, perfect. Because <laughs> you weren't there for the wind. Shut up about the wind. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, Sunday was near 100 degrees and humid. Uh, some of the hottest weather I've experienced at Urcha. Uh, Monday, I actually got out my blanket and threw it over myself while I was sitting in the chair judging during Monday. And we were getting some sprinkles every once in a while. But in the afternoon on Monday, it got sunny out and i was out in t-shirt and shorts without a coat on and eating dinner with with my uh scale friends and their in their big um uh seafood boil that they do um and then tuesday was pretty much the beautiful weather that everyone who went to urcha got to experience uh mid 80s yes there was some wind and uh sunshine sunshine no, sounds awesome. Consistent wind, though. That's the thing. Consistent wind. Uh, past that, I mean, this year, Nats, for me, um, a lot of guys, yeah, like, how could you take a model into competition that cold, you know, without having a billion flights on it? So I, I did have, I think, 20, 25 flights on the model before I went to 
before I went to nationals. Um, and, you know, so the model had the flights. I wasn't worried about it exploding or something. Um, I really just came down to, I came into with the competition with a cold model. The interesting thing is that on uh, odd years, so 2019 being an odd year, this is the year that uh, Nationals usually gets a few less competitors because they're going to Worlds. So that's usually about four less people um, because they're headed to Worlds. Um, and so this isn't a year that I was like, I'm going to go make the team. And now this is kind of an off year, which means this is a perfect time to go go screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it's a perfect time to go screw it up. Um, next year I have plans for moving up and, um, you know, I'll be much more practiced with my model and, and in tune and, you know, certain pieces of equipment like rotor blades are better chosen. So yeah, I'll be, I'll be, you know, that, you know, this is a perfect year to have teething pains. Perfect year. Um, so that was, that was this year for me. Yeah. I mean, the guy saw me do a whole bunch. I, I have the 3d canopy for the Diablo that requires you to, uh, cut grooves into um, cut grooves into the canopy to, to fit past the landing gear. So yeah, you have to cut grooves in the canopy. So I the stock mini copter landing gear is black. And I found that I do not like black on black landing gear while hovering. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to gauge. I, I usually use the landing gear to gauge that my model is perfectly side in when it's centered with myself. Because when it's perfectly side in in front of myself at center, the, the struts further away from me are hidden by the struts closest to me. And if it's not perfectly side in, you'll be able to see the back struts. And then that you know, at that point, you're not perfectly side in. So seeing black on black is kind of hard. hard. At thirty, at, at twenty-seven feet away, it's it's hard. Um, add to that, the landing gear doesn't actually pop the model up out of the grass too much. Uh, the stock landing gear does. The stock landing gear is raked. I actually have another set of struts for the Diablo, so I use two longer struts to level the model. But it doesn't pop it up out of the grass that much when it comes to tails. So I actually pieced together some aligned landing gear from a friend. Um, and I had to cut them because they are really long. The The skid tubes are really long. And the struts put it up higher, but the struts are thicker. So I had to do some more grinding on my canopy. <laughs> I was doing all this in between rounds of the competition. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Guys are like, you're insane. Like, dude, this is an off year. I do not care. He was a mess. Freaking ridiculous. And he puts freaking line skids on the damn thing. Yep. <laughs> I've, what the hell is wrong with that conspiracy that, that you've been talking about a couple episodes ago? Oh, the uh, the 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 um, align align on on non-align helis. So my uh, I will I will clarify this. It is align Velcro on non-align helicopters. Oh, it's only Velcro. Okay, it's the Velcro. You know, you can go run bearings from an Align kit. You can do all those things that came from an Align. They won't crash it. Because we got guys out there running Align stuff on other helicopters because it's better than what that helicopter had. Talk to some of our boys in North Carolina or Frankenstein and stuff together. (laughs) 
Tyson. Actually, he has no align on that model. I actually, actually, I think he does have some align on it. Okay. But um. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was it was a teething pain this year, and then I switched rotor blades in the middle of it, and uh, I switched rotor blades in the middle of it, and, and yeah, this year was dude, this year was fun. Um, this year was fun. the The interesting thing is, uh, uh, you know, to some of the conversations that we've had, you know, Rich and Shaggy and I have had. I don't do competition to win. I do competition to learn, and. Um, a big lesson I took away from this year is if you have a problem, you need to work it out. And you, you need not to just try and fly it out. You need to work it out. Um, the other one is is that I can win rounds. So there was rounds I won against Wes and Masters, and there was rounds that I won against Jim in Expert. But Jim is really consistent. And so I'm not as consistent as he is. And so my takeaway from that is I need to be more consistent. Um, same goes with, you know, me flying with Wes. He had, he was more consistent more often than I was. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of to those, to those two things. Uh, consistency, you know, if, if you can fix, it's hard to fix inconsistency because what's wrong and the inconsistency. If you're consistently wrong, it's easy to fix it because all you have to do is fix the consistent wrong. But when you're inconsistent, that hurts. Hurts scoring, hurts it hurts in life in general. <laughs> so uh, I go to learn. That's a big reason why I enjoy competition is because I learn and others learn too. And, and that's a big reason why I, I think lots should try competition, even if it's local competitions. You don't have to come to Nats, but you'll be surprised how much you can learn. Um, learn more about your heli, learn more about your radio, learn more about your, your own flying and, and what things help you look better. So, um, dude, I will say this was my third year of doing this mm -hmm. and I had more fun this year than I have ever had the previous years. You know, the first year was going out there with the 420 actually, <laughs> <laughs> and then a E7 with a full blown 3d curve. Not knowing what the hell I'm doing. Um, getting battered around by hurricane force winds. And, but I had fun. You know, I, I didn't do well and, but I had fun. And after the event, learned what, what I needed to improve and carried that on to the next year. You know, next year came by and had a different pitch curve and all that stuff and, 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 and did the best I could at it. And, uh, I learned a lot more. You know, there, there was a lot more improvement. And then I was like, okay. This is getting more intriguing now. You know, first year, you know, it was kind of boring when I'm not doing anything, but when I'm out there flying, that's when it's fun. Uh, it's not, you know, at, in between sessions, it's not all that entertaining because I'm not quite understanding what's going on. Second year, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get an eye for certain things, you know, certain things that, you know, what people are going to, what people were flying, like, oh, that person was really, he executed that maneuver really, really cleanly. And then it's like, oh, he could have worked on that a little bit. I'm starting to look at certain people. The way they fly. I'm, I started getting that eye for it, mm -hmm. what the person's doing. And then you go, you know, going over to this year, where this year I went all freaking out. New radio, new gyro, freaking mechanic features on the model that are like 
people are like, what the hell are you doing that? Your heli's crooked. It's like, oh, nope, nope, nope. It's crooked on the ground. But once you take off, the heli doesn't drift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have shims underneath one side of the skids. So it, it, it will tilt the model at one, at, at a, uh, like a 15 degree angle, um, on aileron pretty much. So when you take off, the model will take off straight instead of drift. Mm. Uh, you know, cause the, um, the torque of the, of the, the motor will cause the model to drift over to, I think the right, if I'm correct. Yeah. Or sorry, the left. So I have shims angling towards the right. So when I take off, it's vertical. Yeah. Cause it leans towards um, the advancing side. So it would lean to the right. Yes. Yeah. Could be the other way around. It could be vice versa there. I cannot remember. I don't have a model with me right now. So, and so, you know, basically this year it was, I went out there and I did what I needed to do. You know, first year advanced. I went out there. I did what I needed to do. And I freaking zeroed some maneuvers in the first damn round. <laughs> like a boss. Wow. <laughs> but, but I learned from that. And every round, you know, I was up there and I was nervous as hell. And you know, I'm just praying to God, like, don't screw up. Don't do a sour's roll. Please. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to put no, that in cool, there. Man. I can live uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just, you know, I'll, I'll take one maneuver at a time, and I would just, you know, I really got into it this time. I really focused awesome. way harder than I have ever had. And after the round, I would, I would, you know, I, I, I would get advice from from the judges, you know, and, and they would say, you know, you're doing good with these, but this is what you need to focus on. And it was getting, it was the same thing over and over again. I was very I was screwing up consistently, pretty much. So I knew what I needed to work and on. What was that? And I'll go to the. It was keeping the model center, not quite. I mean, not really centered over the flags. This was in the hovering, uh, but keeping it uh, from drifting out. Mm-hmm. I kept on getting the model to drift out between five to ten feet out, mm-hmm. and that was what was killing my score. So, and that, that was a struggle to try to bring that model back in, but I would, I, I, I got better. I'm still, I still need to practice that a lot more, but I was getting better at it. Mm-hmm. And so that, so like I would go to, I would, I wasn't using that time like the very first year where I'll fly around and then I'll just, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go to the main flight line and, and talk to some people. I was taking that time to go in the backfield and trying to practice a little more mm-hmm. and, and maybe even doing a small little adjustment on my, on my setup. Um, I was using the time wisely this year. That's good. So it didn't, it wasn't, it, you know, it was, it went from the first year of doing it, but only flying those rounds and then just not, I don't want to say not caring, but just, you know, drifting away. For, to this year where I am in it completely and I'm always I'm always being involved with it even when I didn't have anything to do and I'm just waiting for the next round I'll watch some of the other guys do the F3C stuff and just watch you know just kind of know what their maneuvers are doing and just see if I can see any you know any blips there any glitches that they do you know any mistakes and you know like it can I can I can I tell and also, if they execute it perfectly, just be like, so that's what that's supposed to look like when it's done right. Because right. uh, that F3C stuff is amazing it to is. watch. It absolutely is. I mean, you, you got to know what you're looking for. You got to know the way the, mo- the, the, the maneuver is supposed to look like. 
But when you do and you see it done just like it's supposed to be on the paper, it's you get you you can't help but like that's amazing. You say that's amazing because uh, that's not easy to do. Right. And I think I have more of an I think I can respect that more than let's say a newer person because three years of doing this, this stuff is not easy. And I'm start I, I'm really starting to see how difficult these maneuvers can be. So for a newer person, it may not be so like, well, hovering's easy, you know, and it, and it's it's boring to watch. Why would I do that? Well, it's not easy. No. Not everyone can do it. And once you actually start doing it, then you realize the importance and how of doing it and how much fun it can really be. Yeah, people don't understand the nuances of some of these things until they actually try to do them or spend time trying to do them. Just don't knock at it until you try it. That's just like they always say. I mean, you you won't know until you try it. You know that that's a uh, comes to a fun point. Um, after the competition had come to an end, um, the uh, Wes had challenged Ben Stork to do the uh, oh yes schedule. Oh, this is fun. It's the schedule uh, P auto rotation from dude. From this the was fun. One. Where you have to do, uh, you fly in, in you, uh, you up high, you fly into a loop, and at the top of the loop, you get throttle hold. You finish the loop, and then you do a 180 on the way back down. And um, so, and all the judges are still in the chairs, and yes. Ben did it over and over and over again. And Oh, they were hammering him. Yes, they were hammering him, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, a, a lot of it, like he, you know, it was interesting is he was consistent and yes. he, uh, one of the things that was consistently happening is he was doing the 180 very late and, uh, it was, he was doing the very 180 very close to himself. So it was almost like a 90, yeah. um, mm-hmm. to do that last turn in where it needed to be a smooth 180. But yeah, he was getting the, he was getting it down. He, it, you know, his last one, it was actually pretty much, uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, like, and the thing is about Ben is he was not like a few times like, all right, well, I, I get the idea. No, he actually was like, all right, let me try this again, you know, until, until he got it. Yeah. And then once he got it, he did it a few more times to make sure he got it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, I got talked into F3N real late and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to uh, – I had to choose set maneuvers. So I got talked to them late and they'd already done a round of set maneuvers. So I came and did freestyle and <laughs> – there was no problem with that, um, which I did learn something this year. I, I came away from it, and Gordy said, "You know, you did you did your stuff very precise, and you did freestyle." He's like, "You'd get more points if you did reversals." He's like, "Your your axial roll, your forward axial roll was was very nice, but if you reversed it, you'd have got more points." And I was like, "You're right, I could do that." I was happy as all could be. I learned something of something I could do. I hadn't even thought about it, but he he gave me a, a tip there that hey, if you did some reversals, it'd be worth more points. But we got going really? to yeah, when it got going to set maneuvers, I was like, I gotta go ch- choose set maneuvers real quick. And Ben's like, ah, oh, just just fly my set maneuvers. I was like, <laughs> right to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right to the some ground. Pure wedding globe starting. <laughs> nope. <laughs> He's like. Oh, buddy box you. And you would have been safe with somebody who's buddy box with Ben. Oh, we were laughing. We were laughing. <laughs> it's 
it's just good fun out there with the guys. Um, Cause yeah, I, I, I put together, I, I actually chose the, the lowest maneuvers on the list. I didn't try, I didn't actually throw any hard ones on for this year as I pretty much chose them 10 minutes before I did them. And then I turned around Kinda and, like I and did zeroed a few. Yeah. I turned around and zeroed, I think one or two. Um, or three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I have no clue. Um, no, I, I zeroed one. I rolled in the wrong places and did the did the did the did the maneuver wrong. Oh yeah, that's right. I was calling for you at the time. That was my fault. No, I flew the maneuver because wrong. I was there calling. Yeah, I was calling for you. So that's how that. Yeah, how just blame, the caller. blame the caller. Blame the caller. <laughs> blame the caller. Blame the caller. Blame Scott Graham. That's what we do. Blame Scott Graham. Yes. There you go, Scott. <laughs> I want my points back. I blame you. <laughs> Inside joke there. Uh, well, no, it's well, pretty public on Facebook. It, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we were joking and 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 uh, Ben had fun and yeah, everyone was having fun. This year's this year's Nats was uh friendly and fun and it was, was a joy. it was very uh it was very um comforting. Everyone was. Everyone was helping each other and talking to each other. It, every, there was no, there was no like, don't talk to me. I want to crush you. And uh, no, uh, no, none of this here and there, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're going, you know, basically going out there flying and then going in a little corner. Nope. Well, the, the kind of corner activity I run into is usually person based. It's not competition based. Yep. Um, the, the other thing I would say is that, uh, you know, this year's Nats ran really efficiently. It did. We were... Dude, it did. We got three rounds, and I think we were done by 3 p.m. on Monday. Yeah, and, and it's still... We also had a rain day as well. Uh, we had extra time if we needed it, but we didn't We didn't need it. Um, no, it was Monday. It was Monday, though. But yeah, we still, Monday, we still got we a lot done. Monday, we were delayed a little bit, but yeah... Um, so yeah, we Still did three rounds on on Sunday, two rounds Monday, and two rounds Tuesday, and we were done. Uh, there wasn't much time of of sitting around doing nothing. But I my my view is skewed because I judge, and so a lot of my sitting time ends up being like where instead of sitting in front of my heli going, "Huh, what do I do next?" I get put into a chair and start writing scores. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't do that this year. Maybe next year I might do some judging, but this year I didn't. No. So the you know, um it was it was a lot of fun and uh good people, good environment. Ran ran really well. Uh scale guys were there, they ran on an alternate flight line behind us. So there was no uh there's no waiting on scale or That's if, right. if we you're didn't scale, have that this year. Uh, if you're a scale guy, there was no waiting on those pod and boom guys. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was very efficient this year, and um, yeah. What was another thing that I was just about to say about this? The Shoot. Dwight the Dwight Schilling food challenge happened. That happened, and Gail joined. <laughs> mm, yeah, Gail joined in on the fun and that started was eating the funny. same things Dwight was. Oh, he was gagging and everything with them. <laughs> yeah, not really like I expected, honestly. Uh, Gail was Gail was like staying strong with that crap. Yeah, he uh he said some things that they were they were perfect for making jokes. He's like, oh, I'll try anything once, and uh, I was like, public place, public place, don't yell it out. 
Um, and then, the, then, then there was one thing he started drinking. It was, and he was like, "Nope, nope, nope, nope." Yeah, that was. Uh, and I'm not gonna mention what it was. It was, <laughs> it was a uh, bile. Ooh, gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was. There were some gross foods there. I smelled it, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that's just wrong." But it, it, it didn't smell I, like a uh, portageon or something. But it was like, um, uh, it was bad. It was bad. And, and to think that Dwight's one of the best pilots there, yet he eats the weirdest things. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm serious. He's like literally one of the best F3C pilots there. Is it because he eats all that crap? <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't trying it. The best pilot, you know, like Nick is probably the best active F three C pilot we have. He right wasn't now. there. He doesn't eat those things, and he wasn't there. And he wasn't there. But Nick doesn't eat those things either, and so he got two sides of it. So I'd say uh, no. Eating the food doesn't make you the best. Yeah, no, it was, it was a fun Nationals, ran well, had fun, and uh, others had fun, so fun was fun. Uh, the last thing I'll say to it is this was uh, this was the first, so I didn't fly F3N at 2018, I flew it in 2017. Um, for those of you local to the East Coast who know me, you also know I'm not a smack 3D hardcore kind of guy. So if you're wondering about competition... You should come out and try local competition, and you should try F3N. It has no hovering. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do it, and you secretly sit there on the flight line and goes, ah, Monty never does any inverted. I never see him doing any pyro flips. I didn't see him do a TikTok rainbow. If I can do it, you can do it. So, And if you want something more advanced than that, they have them. Yes. If the if the hooligan guys can have fun doing competition, and you don't set maneuvers, it, set maneuvers. We're talking about, and you don't. I'm gonna blame you. <laughs> Tyson flew set maneuvers and had fun doing it. Yeah, he did. Yes, in his own style. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dancing on the flight line to the music round. Oh, that was <laughs> awesome. Dude, Tyson was getting at it. Dude, he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, With the machine. <laughs> moving moving along. The Urcha Jamboree. And the crashes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. You will. Well, okay. So what do I have here? Uh, DePaulo joined late, but late is better than never. Uh, he showed up after you moved Wednesday. to site five or site. Yes. Site that was that Wednesday night. No, that's site three. Site three is the main flight line. Isn't it? Site four is the main flight line. Site four. Site four is the main flight line. Yeah. So he showed up site Wednesday three was, Yeah. Site three is where the runway's at Speak and where up. speeds happen. Site five is where we do Nats. Yes. Yep. So DePaulo joined us late. He joined Wednesday. He didn't get to see him to do any uh reindeer games with uh nationals <laughs> nope um which is better late than never he had fun um he brought the yipper he brought the he brought the yipper uh, the yippers I, honestly for a yorkie for a little tiny terrier that dog is really well behaved yeah um 
The other thing I have here, so this year I uh, this year I didn't do as much announcing, but there wasn't as much announcing done. And um, but I I did help get involved with things, and so it was crazy. So it's some observations I had. Um, a couple of the vendors did buddy boxing. I'm so upset that I missed this because I was doing the speed stuff. <laughs> Uh yeah, Oxy Oxy Helicopters Center Stage Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yes. Yeah. It was Thursday. It was, I was I was doing the speed stuff. Yeah, because Wednesday was nothing going on. It was just the jamborees begun. Thursday, Oxy Buddy Boxed, um Horizon Hobby Buddy Boxed, and I forgot who the third was. But um sadly some vendors got less participation than others. Oxy got probably the most participation I saw out of those who um, did the buddy boxing. Uh, in two hours, it took two hours to get through all the pilots and all the helicopters. They buddy boxed the Oxy 2, the 3, the 4, the 5, and the Nitro. Uh, Devin McClellan, uh, uh, Mini McToon is sometimes nicknamed, he was wore out because <laughs> he did most of the body boxing. Um, yeah. Um, golf carts. Oh my God. Xanow got his cart stolen and someone tipped it over <laughs> at center stage. So Friday morning. Did they, did they ever find out about that? Oh, he knows about it. Oh. He knows it's his cart. Well, I know that, but I mean, like, did they did he ever figure out who did it? I don't know. I don't know, and I, I don't want to get involved. Um Just wake just know that you you know, wake up in the morning and your golf cart is on center stage up much on the side. Oh yeah, I've I've got a photo on my phone. I, I took a photo. Oh send it to me. I didn't see it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I'll send it. Uh, well, I'm gonna go knock on your door on the other side of the room. Oh, I'm looking back. Yeah, it was Friday morning. Friday morning, his cart on the side. Um Yeah. That was crazy. Uh Whoops. cart people are gonna start taking carts away from us if we keep up these shenanigans. You know, it's kind of it's kind of funny uh, in the observation, and I'm going to go a little off topic, but I'm not going to go too far. Um, when DePaulo, myself, and Casey got together for the first time a couple years ago, we had a lot of shenanigans, and they 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 eclipsed. There's a certain part they eclipsed, and they've gone down from there. As we talk about it now, it seems you know, with varying changes and everything, it's like eh, it's not a good idea. Uh, you know, at some point, it's it's all right that you know the shenanigans uh, don't get better than last year. Because <laughs> at some point, someone's going to do a shenanigan; they're going to get really, really, really hurt, and or they're going to screw up carding for the rest of us. <laughs> so, memories are cool. It's cool to live to have them. <laughs> uh, another one that's been talked about a lot: uh, Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> Why, why can't I remember uh, Leroy's right, last name right now? Hall. Leroy Hall. Leroy Hall. Leroy Hall was helping someone who needed some help, and he ended up getting hit in the head with a rotor blade. 14, 700. 14 stitches later. 
Ouch. Um, oh, 14 stitches later, a um, golf cart full of fuel with a flaming helicopter next to it. Yeah, I think he was overreacting a little bit on, on a flaming helicopter and a fuel. Fuel tanks, this ain't Hollywood. Just because there's a flame next to a gas tank doesn't mean it lights on fire. Yeah, but I mean, I understand. I understand. Well, sure, the yeah. fire is smoking, but smoke isn't what lights gasoline. No, no, I know. It, it's it, it's further inside the car. It would have to be whole car engulfed in flames. Yeah. So, but but that's not the point. No, he uh, he's a he's trooper. Got a, he's got a hole in his head. He's a trooper. He came back. He came back to the jamboree. He came back to the jamboree with stitches in his head. A uh, hat covered in blood splatter, <laughs> and he continued and, the rest of the event, and a hole burned into it from the ESC of that <laughs> helicopter that fire. <laughs> that hat's been through some days. But I'll tell you this: the night Leroy was in was is at the hospital was the quietest night of the week. <laughs> it actually was. Uh, Leroy did get back out there and brought out a noise, but uh, yeah, everyone had uh, taken that chance to run away. Uh, I don't blame him. But yeah, no, if there wasn't anything going on, people will turn in early just because not much is going on. He's got those big speakers on the side of his cart. Oh, God. Yeah, Saturday night, he was still out there and... and we fell asleep in the camper because I was I was in a camper behind center stage, and you could just you just hear the boom 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 boom, <laughs> lower, <laughs> boom 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 boom, lower. <laughs> it's like, oh man, should we go out there and say something? Like no. <laughs> you go out there and say something, you're gonna have a mob of people after you. No, I mean the real thing is is it is it audible at the property line? Um. Is it audible at the property line? And at that point is when you can complain. So, which they weren't. That's kind of like back to the you know how much how much how much how far do you take shenanigans? Well, you take them far enough until people start hearing you. <laughs> then you t- then you dial it down a little then bit. Then you dial it back a bit because you can still have shenanigans. Um, what's the other one I have here? Oh, oh. The painting of Scorpion's banner that's uh was to the right of I center. I heard about this. The very large one. That was not an act of vandalism. Nope. George's Van Gansen was asked. And it was part of the it was part of a little uh uh give us the right answer and you get a prize thing that was done on Saturday that was sponsored by uh Mikado and Scorpion and Gail was involved. So, <laughs> and, and some spray paint. Yeah, Gail went out there and spray painted a freaking banner <laughs> at like three a.m. Dude, he did a good job, honestly. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm 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 a betting man. I have I I have no I have no I have not been involved in discussions, but I doubt that George's would let him do that unless he has a plan to get a new banner. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't vandalized. Um, it was part of the, between the beginning of Urcha and today, what has changed? Question that was asked on Saturday during the uh, Mikado and Scorpion Power Hours. <clears throat> and still to this day, a lot of people do not know what, why it was painted. <laughs> it was part of a challenge. Just an idea. Having fun. And yeah, no vandalism. Um. 
So uh, there was over 500 registered pilots uh, for all those who say Urcha sucks and I won't attend because there's not a thousand. Maybe if you attend, we'll have more pilots. <laughs> but at the same time, do we need more pilots? To be honest, uh, this event was way more laid back. And um, yes, uh, I'll, uh, uh, to be honest, I, I don't know how anyone could not have had fun. Um, when you can just walk right up to a flight line and fly whenever you want and not have to wait in line. Yeah. I like that. I've never really seen – 2016 was pretty big for – you know, that was the biggest year I've seen, of course. Yeah. I knew it wasn't the 1,000 to 1,200 pilots like before, but there was lines. There was lines at flight stations. There was very rarely – like during prime time, you know, the the golden hour, you never saw an empty spot. Yeah. Uh, There was empty spots during the day here and there, but never at golden hour. Shoot. Go at golden hour here, you'll have these clusters of people. So you'll have these big groups where, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about like the SAB and the Synergy people. I'm talking about SAB, Synergy, Oxy, and XL, you know, all those guys uh, at one group, you know, all combined. And then you'll have maybe like three flight stations down, there'll be another group. So you in between that, you've, so you can be out those groups and just kind of fly with these groups or, you can fly in between and just walk right up and fly. Yeah, it was it was interesting. At one point on, I think Friday, I saw that every flight station was filled, but there was no lines. Yeah, um, yeah, it is something that I started seeing happening last year, uh, more prevalent. Eh. I started seeing this ha- happen last year and there's fun being had and, you know, spectators will come check it out. And the next thing you know, you got like 30 people on a flight station just watching all the fun. Yeah, I, I actually, um, I walked up with my logo to one of the stations and uh, Justin Cook was putting down an amazing flight. And, you know, I had my logo all ready to go and I was just walking by and then he was done. And, and I was just standing there like, is there anybody else going? It's like, no, you're next. Like, Okay. <laughs> Walked right up there and started doing a 1600 RPM low head speed flight. <laughs> He's like, you got to top that? It's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, I mean, but that's the thing. Like I went out there and I just did a random flight and grabbed my heli and went back to my camper. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, pe- people were there and you got these big pros there, but they're like, go on, man. You're next. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. Go for it. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. And no one's really judging yes. that way. Uh, you know, the last thing I have on here is the Urcha contests and challenges. This year was interesting. Um, so I got delegated responsibility getting people signed up for events uh, for some of the for some of the challenges. And um, so we had the uh, we had our Iron Man. We did a their second. We did our second year of doing the Iron Man challenge. Um, Though no one really signed up until some gift certificates got announced, which uh, I was a little sad about. People were like, oh, I don't want to embarrass myself. Man, that's the whole reason of doing it. It's just fun. <laughs> Run across the field with a heli over your head. Uh, throw uh, throw someone else's heli, not yours. Got a shot put someone else's heli. And then um, what was the other item? Oh, yeah. Ride a bike backwards uh, down the field. But you're really walking it backwards as fast as you can. And, um, <laughs> you know, that was fun. The uh, Urcha Got Talent, sadly, uh, 
it uh, died on the on the line this year. Um, there's, uh, I don't I don't know my observation is it's probably not true, but my observation is is you pretty much can't can't throw a rock at a pilot and not hit someone who's sponsored. Yeah, everyone's sponsored. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about that. Um. I don't know what to say. It, it's not necessarily a negative, and it's not necessarily a positive. I don't think it's wrong, and eh, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think there's to think there's not right, or it is right, but yeah. eh. I will say the first year they had it when I was in it, yeah. that was a lot of fun. I think the premise of it's awesome. I think the premise of it is is awesome as well, um, but yeah, no one really there, there was there was no one signed up. Um, there was no one signed up. Uh, getting the night fly together. Oh my! Um, uh, wow. I mean, we got we had great we had great uh, participation for guys who were running like LED setups on their helicopters, and of course Ben Storick threw down. That was an awesome. amazing flight. Um, yeah. After Ben's flight, well, after Ben's flight, I was near Mitch, and he's like, "Well, I got second. <laughs> <laughs> I got last." <laughs> we don't know what place you had. It's probably it's not first, not second, not third. It's last. I remember seeing that you got some votes. Um, you know, Augie. It goes on the uh, Facebook as Augie Copter. He did amazing work uh, running up to Urcha this year and during the uh, jamboree to uh, help uh, you know help the help the Urcha organization with their website and then voting this year. Uh, voting was oh he did that oh yeah he's he's the back end on that. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, the iPhone app, the Android app, um, the website. That's that's Augie on the back end, and uh, you know he did some amazing work working with uh, Wes and the Urcha board. So. That was wow. I mean, he he did some great stuff. I'm actually th- you know, dude. As as a person, sorry for interrupting again. I know you want to cut my head off. No, nope, just brick in the back uh, of your head, and it'll calm you down. Okay, <laughs> uh, but no, dude. He, oh, he's an amazing guy. Like I met him for the first time at RCHN, and uh, he as a person, he's just really he's a really cool dude. Yeah, I actually kind of uh, so <laughs> him and I him and I got to talk some and. Of course, Wes and I were working together a lot this year at the Jamboree, and um, he was talking about it. And and uh, I kind of want to see if Augie will come on and talk with us on the podcast. That would be cool. Um, he has uh, he has some uh, he has some interesting thoughts on things uh, when it comes to learning that uh, I think I'd like to get out there because. Um, he has uh, he has he has uh, alternate thoughts on how best to learn, and uh, you know what? Uh, you need to have that. You need to have that, and it's great. It, you know, it, it really it pressed my mind, and I was sitting there thinking about what he's doing, and I was like, I see value in it. I should go do. I should go work on it. So I want to. I, I have to go talk and see if he's interested in discussing it uh, with us. Um. What else is there? My friend spilled my toolbox. Whoops. I'm happy I didn't murder him. 
Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm not naming names. Um, I'm happy I didn't murder him. Yeah. It was not me, by the way. No, it, wasn't. it wasn't Shaggy. I've spilled my toolbox at home, but it's like, oh, dang. I spilled my toolbox. And you pick up all so the that's stuff. So that, that's how your Loctite ended, ended up in my bag. Yes. Uh, yeah, my toolbox got spilled over the grass in the pit area, which is deeper than – it is not golf green grass at the Jamboree. It's not, it's, it, Muncie does not have golf-style grass there. Um, so, yeah, I got spilled, but yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, as, as I think I mentioned earlier, I came home with an ear infection and uh, went to the doctor Monday after I came home and – Got that, got that fixed up. Got some, got some uh, drugs for that, and still trying to get my allergies back under handle and my sinuses. But yeah, uh, that was the jamboree. Well, I got some stuff. Go for it. So speed cup. Yeah, misfit Urcha speed cup. Uh, misfit Urcha speed cup, and uh, misfits, that happened. Misfit, misfit, misfit. Mis, uh, shut misfits. up. Misfit. Model, Model Helicopter Speed Flying Association. Misfit. Shut up. Anyway, so that happened Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, site 3, which is the paved uh, flying field, flying site. Wednesday was practice, and then Thursday and Friday were the actual speed cup. I finished my Goblin 500. I got it back in the air. Got it fixed. Problem solved. Everything's great. 3,300 RPM. Rocking solid. Hell yes. Let's speed. And, uh, yeah. So, I did a flight. Perfect. Solid. Then I start doing a, uh, a practice run. So, I put the canopy on there. You know, got to get everything perfect on that. And I'm starting to do some some speed passes. Practice runs, of course. Uh, so, this is not timed. Unfortunately. So, I really wanted to know. Uh... Doing some very nice, nice passes, and the model is hauling freaking ass, dude. I'm, I, I, I don't have a time, but I know it was well over 130 miles per hour. It was booking. And yeah, that's the last time the hell he's gonna go that fast. Because uh, pulled up in the elevator, and I will say this is not the model's fault. I pulled up in the elevator. And just at the very peak, so the highest G-force on this model, the model exploded. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so, and it was about 200 feet when it just went. So, what basically happened is I'm I have a sport model. I have the Goblin 500 Sport. So, the Sport, and this is the, this is the original Sport, not, not the V2 Sport. I guess you can see it with the G10 frames. This has the carbon frames, but that's basically the only difference. So this uh, has the plastic upper and lower bearing blocks. I should have known better, but I went ahead and put another plastic one on there after the first crash. And that top bearing block where the servos mount on just could not take the load of an 8-pound helicopter with a 12S setup on there spinning at 3,300 RPM, hauling ass around 130 miles per hour. It did the first few passes, but it didn't do the last pass. So I pulled up in the elevator and basically the heli just pulled right off the main shaft. It just slipped right off. And there goes the canopy. There goes the heli in multiple different pieces. Um, head came off. Uh, 
all the parts that I just replaced from the last crash broke off. That's second flight on those parts. Ooh, they, they, they really got a lot of mileage on those things. Um, so long story short on this, boom is okay. The whole boom section is frame is completely totaled. Frame size, everything gone. Mm. Uh, the head, it's all the links. I am guaranteeing the feather and shaft and main shaft this time. It didn't bend at all last flight. That's the, still the same main shaft and feather shaft from the last crash. They were perfectly balanced and everything. So I guarantee you they're bent now. One rotor blade, though the other rotor blade I'm going to compromise anyways because mm, I'm not flying with one blade. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to find a matching set. Uh... Two of my ser- uh, two well, obviously my tail servo is fine. Two of my cyclic servos are recovered and working perfectly. One is MIA, hmm. and I'm super sad that I lost a hundred thirty dollars servo on that field. I spent over three hours looking for it. Oh man, never found it because where it where it exploded and went out in the field, that grass was never cut. And these are black anodized servos. <laughs> Good look. I can't believe I found one of them. One was still in the model. The other one was ejected like 200 feet from the airframe wow. where the airframe crashed. So I have no idea where that third one went. Yeah, I was pissed. Because that was my only speed heli. Um, later that day, I found a guy selling a Goblin 500 support airframe for 200 bucks. Sold! <laughs> So, Heli's rebuilt. Back in the game. Yeah, I just need a servo now. Um, And the upper aluminum, upper and lower aluminum bearing blocks this time. Uh, the So, basically for Speed Cup, I used a fireball again. And uh, I did come in first in that one with the short course. I was going against Charles uh, Booker with his uh, Gowie X5 and the short course. He averaged around 86 miles per hour, something like that, and I got 92 with the fireball. A little slower than spring fling, but eh, it is what it is. Um, you know, the speed cup was a good, was actually a really good turnout this year. Uh, a decent amount of people and definitely a decent amount of crashes. What well, what was the highest speed they got this year? Uh, so the highest speed, and this was actually a record for a, a new personal re- or not personal record, new MISFA record for this uh, class, and it was a TDR two, uh, one hundred sixty seven miles per hour. Damn. Now that isn't because Miles Dunkel didn't show up this year, mm-hmm. and that is the F uh, four class. This was an S four, so for um, S is sport, F is fuselage. Okay. So this was the um, S4 class, and he uh, broke the record of 167 miles per hour. Wow. So, yeah, it, it was – I mean, he was doing really, really good with um, with his TDR2. Just perfect every time. I'm going to have to watch that um, next year. I've never seen him go well, a helicopter go that fast. Oh, dude, it, it the sound is amazing. Yeah. It may not be going, even if it's not going fast, just the sound is amazing. Boring. Um, Yeah, screw. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. They got freaking Mr. Hovering my ass off here. (laughs) 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 Well, all speed is is a straight line with a stall turn. No, it's not. (laughs) 
No, it's not. All right. It's a, Cut it's that a part straight out. line with a half element. Yes. If you're good. That's the, that's the proper way. That is the proper way of doing it. Yeah. But for that, that's for master's class. Sports class is uh, is uh, stall turn. I'm not there yet. I still think, I still think that uh, uh, many of the speed guys could could stand to do a to do a, a, a contest with sportsmen and it'd probably open their eyes on the precision that they're capable of. Oh yeah, so they're amazing to watch. Yeah, I see what you. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Um. So after uh, on Friday, uh, midday Friday actually, I uh, there was a guy that was um, Bruce Thompson. He had his uh, Gowie R five. Unfortunately, he had a power failure, and the model went in. But it wasn't that bad. And uh, I asked if he was possibly going to sell it. He says, "I am now." <laughs> so I bought his R five. Huh? And uh, so the Gotham 500 is no longer going to do any speed. I will rebuild it and maybe get it going, but it's done for speed. I got a true, I got a dedicated speed heli, which is awesome. I just got to buy the parts to fix it up, which isn't much at all. And uh, that's why I'm selling an E7, so I can take the electronics out of that and put it in the R5. Oh, cool. I'm excited. I can't wait to get that thing. I've been wanting an R5 for a long time. So I finally got a dedicated speed heli. That's awesome. And so I want to say that's the only, yeah, that's the only crash that I had this year. <laughs> I didn't crash at all last year. Have to fly to crash. I flew a lot last year. Shut up. <laughs> it was a fireball, but sure. uh, I flew a lot <laughs> last year. Okay. So one thing, if you look at my flight logs real quick, the amount of flights off that topic, I put on don't the care. E- no, I'm saying at Urcha, I flew the E7 more than any other helicopter this year. I flew that heli a lot. During Nats and also just night flying or testing new blades and stuff like that. I finally tested the VTX blades. I tested out some Curtis Youngblood uh, F3C blades and um, some other blades and stuff like that. Yeah. Now I'm done. Cool. Am I? I'll brick you if you're not. <laughs> hey, Rich. Yeah, any, I'm still any here. Any questions about, any questions, any thoughts, uh, anything I, you're interested to hear you about? You know, I, 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 man, I want to be there so bad, and I'm going <laughs> next year. I really am. And, uh, no, um, a lot of the stuff you guys were talking about, of course, was on Facebook and stuff. So it is, yeah. Um, you know, it sounds like you guys had a great crowd. Everybody I've talked to had a good time. Um, you know, I oh, I got one thing. Go, Mike and I had a lot of fun stealing uh, Andy Ross toys. <laughs> his uh, <laughs> little Segway and his one wheel. He's got some fun toys. I didn't know he had a Segway too, huh? It's the little mini one, oh. the Ninebot. Uh, dude there was one day where just mike and i just went up to his camper and just grabbed him and ran just bye <laughs> <laughs> we were just passing him back and forth dude that one wheel is amazing really oh i got a video of me just falling on my ass off of that thing oh. <laughs> i fist bumped caleb and he freaking like the the force of fist bumping it just knocked me off <laughs> 
oh, I hurt myself big time on that. But the bad part is I didn't get hurt during that. I got back on and then I just randomly fell off and fell on my ass. That one hurt. Hmm. Now on video. I got it on video. I learned how to ride it after, uh, after Urcha. When Mike bought one. When yeah, when Mike, Mike bought, bought one. Yeah, Mike owns one now. And so I learned how to ride it on a easy field. Uh. Muncie's, Muncie's field is not easy for learning how to ride not one easy. wheel. Very hilly and a lot of bumps. Yeah, a lot of bumps. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's so much fun. You know, I, I think the part that really doesn't end up in video is just uh, hanging out with, with friends and just talking, you know, just hanging out around talking. Uh, oh, yeah. Just enjoying and getting to, getting to see the other friends and hanging out and talking. Um, you know, I know I've been talking to a few people since, uh, trying to put some things together. And that's, that's probably what doesn't end up in video that just makes it fun is – yeah, the- uh, staying up way past your bedtime and hanging out with friends and uh, friends around golf carts and flight lines and whatnot and just talking during the day or during the evening or during the night. Yep, taking some pulls on some Diablos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, I flew two different Diablos, two different setups. They are freaking amazing. Mm. Yeah, that helicopter—it's it, it, amazing at what what it can do at sixteen hundred RPM, and it's ridiculous what it can do at—it's scary what it can do at twenty four hundred RPM. <laughs> Dude, <coughs> you hear that, Rich? Twenty four hundred Diablo on a Diablo. Damn, who was flying at that? Dude, who, who's that? Wes. Uh, well, you flew rigid a, head. You flew it a little bit at that head speed, didn't you? Who, me? Yeah, Shay, yeah, yeah, Shay, you flew, you flew Dude, Wes's yeah. Diablo, yes. Black Edition, at that head speed. Yeah, so Wes Minier has Dude. a Diablo Black Edition. It's got the rigid rotor head in it, and um, you know it's a stock helicopter running Fatabi gear. It's got the CGY 760, but it still has 1520 servos in it, not the 760 servos. And yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, 1600. He had 1600, and I was just flying around, like really enjoying. It's like this is pretty good. I'm, I'm liking this, and I was thinking it was 18, but it wasn't. Then he went with the 19, and I'm doing a lot of these maneuvers like, okay, okay, doing some overspeeds, doing some TikToks, and just, uh, I think it's did some pushover, or um, uh, what is that maneuver? I don't know. Three M maneuver. Okay. And, you know, d- did some other maneuvers, and uh, then he's like, okay, flip the switch up more. You get 24. I'm like, are you out of your mind? He's like, do it. <laughs> and he says, do Eller on TikToks. And I'm like, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a freaking AK 47. Where's, where's Lance? God, now. The, the interesting <laughs> thing. Oh my gosh, dude. The interesting thing I'll, I'll run real quick is uh, I flew Casey's N7. It's got the 760 pulse width Fataba servos on it with the CGY 760. And I was like, wow, this thing feels like it's wired into my brain. And wow. um, then I flew my own Diablo, and mine I have the hard dampers in. I, I don't have the rigid head. I have hard dampers, and I was like, "Wow, this is nice." Um, and then I flew uh, Wes's, and he's got the rigid head, and and they're pretty much identical Diablos, but they're not. And again, I was like, "Wow, this is nice." So now I'm left here going, "Hmm." I wonder what a Diablo with 760 pulse with servos at a 760 feels like. Yeah. 
and a solid head. With a solid head. Um, Expert, look away. No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's uh, the thing that's wowed me about the rotor head of my Diablo is uh, I flow in light blades and heavy blades on it. And they still pop. They still pop during either on TikToks and whatnot with my with my gentle settings. Um, it, uh, the the weight of the blade changes the flight, but it, it hasn't really impacted it negatively or made the helicopter sound poor. Um, and so I was. It's just amazing to to see how engineering can be different and come up with a, a different. You know how how something that looks the same as everything else is is different and actually has a different outcome. Mm-hmm. So I can't believe that model stayed together at twenty four hundred. Mm, I mean, lots of seven hundred stay together at that RPM. It's German, dude. Yeah, it's just. I don't know, it, it scared me, <laughs> but it, but the thing is, it, it what scared me the most, it wasn't really that head speed. It's just, it's flying vertical, you know, like aileron TikToks, but vertical. <laughs> the disc is vertical yeah. and it's still flying. Like, cause it's just, the TikToks are so fast. Mm. I mean, I can do these super insane fast TikToks and it's not dropping. Yeah. Mm. It just, it blew my mind. It really blew my mind of how, and how stable it was at that head speed. That's another thing. You know, models can fly at that head speed. They're not going to be that stable. Uh-oh. You're going to start having some harm- harmonies that are, are going to create vibrations, oscillations, and all that stuff. This didn't feel like that at all. Well, so the Diablo does have two different pulleys for the tail, and he's running the silver pulley. Uh, yes. Which means his ratio was slower than mine, which which, which makes it <laughs> easy capable to go to that um, head speed. My tail blowing up. my model my model gets pissed. Uh, I don't I don't I don't have a vibration issue. I end up with a tail <laughs> a violent tail wag issue when I get the RPM up too high. Yours at sixteen hundred, I really like. I was doing those pushovers with half flip. That's the mood I was thinking of. Uh, the pushover with half flip, and it was just locked. Yeah. Now a lot of that could do with the with the the 760 you know settings, but my E7, even though it has a 750 in it, doesn't feel that crisp. I want to close it out. I want to buy a Diablo. <laughs> I can help you. I know there's someone that has one for sale. I just got money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's a match made in helicopter heaven. Check out the other great heli podcasts, uh, Freefall RC podcast, RC Heli Hooligans podcast, Full Pitch RC, and BKRC podcast. Uh, please comment on iTunes and Podbeam. Help others find the show. Um, upcoming events we are attending. Uh, the first one on the list coming up is the Fall Heli Mowdown, September 27th through the 29th in Fredericksburg, Virginia. The next up is Heli Extravaganza, uh, October 9th through the 13th. And after that is Wayne Miniature Aeronautics in Goldsboro, North Carolina, October 19th through the 20th. That's a helicopter event. And the last one on the list that we're attending, or actually it's probably me attending, is a Triple Creek RC Fall Heli Classic in Riverview, Florida, October 26th and 27th. Um, you can see our calendar on the Google Drive. And uh, just to circle back for a moment on Heli Extravaganza, uh, there is a free sign-up. Uh, you'll find the link on the Facebook page for the event for a auto-rotation uh, 
class and contest. So Random Ray from, uh, you, most of us know him from uh, the Skid Clamps. He has created uh, skis for our helis for sliding autos. Wait, what? He did what? Yep. He's created a full-on platform that because uh, his first version was skis with clamps on it, but the skis weren't tied to each other, so they would rotate on the uh, skids, uh, skid pipes. And his next version are tied to each other, so they will stay perfectly flat on the landing gear. Oh, hell yeah. And he's made it, so he has pretty much everything to fit any helicopter. And, uh, yeah, so we'll... Um, I want to say, yeah, get signed up before September 15th. Get a cool free t-shirt, or get a, get a t-shirt. And um, I want to say, I know it's free, ready for break from Puro Flips and Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know who signed up. Yeah, we're doing we're doing instruction on Friday and the contest. Uh, they're they're saying it's probably be approximately two hours will be on Saturday. So. Um, yeah, that's gonna be some fun, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have he's gonna have heli skids to fit all our helis, so we can see who does, does the longest uh, sliding auto. And last but not least, um, if you really want to try it, you could try the skids out on the on the pond. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I did see from Ray. This doesn't have to do contest, but DC did see him talking about uh, pontoons for helicopters. So. Mm. I am keeping my eye out. I want to see that as uh, Matt was playing around with that last year, and that was just hilarious. Another thing that uh, Ray uh, Ray is working on, and he's uh, possibly going to put them in production, is these new blade covers. Oh, yeah. He did ask people uh, about the blade covers. I was actually using an old set on Saturday uh, when I borrowed Ben's blades. He made me borrow his blade covers. Um, they're kind of nice. Yeah, actually, you know, I, I was thinking at first, like, I wouldn't you need a you. I wouldn't need, have a use for that. But then I was thinking, you know what? Transporting aircrafts in the vehicle that would be pretty good. Yeah, I've got I've got them for several of my old helicopters. Yeah, and, so I'll get a set. I'll get probably two sets because I think he's making them for six hundred and seven hundreds. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, sign up for the uh, auto contest and uh, come out and uh, we can. Yep. Help you learn autos. I signed up already. Nice. And I 3D printed a set of adapters to put some 766 gear on my Protos. Nice. So, yes. Carnage. I got extra parts. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, 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 now I got to come just to watch the carnage. I, I might have, uh, I might have yesterday just started practicing nothing but autos with my Diablo. <laughs> As um, I gotta get up to speed faster on autos with that model, and it's it's yeah. been slow learning, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've got to get out and just do some more autos, but I was like, I can't really do sliding autos in our field. I think it's a little rough. We'll try it. Skis, skis will make it better. Yeah, but I don't have them now. Yeah, that's true. So that's um, let's get some two by fours. My very first auto ever was a sliding auto. So. Nice. Yeah, but I haven't done one since. Well, not on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I tried doing a, uh, for the first time ever in real life, a pure wedding auto. I'm sorry, pure wedding, a pure pure flipping auto. Mm. And then I saw the blades go do, 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 do. It's like, oh boy. 
Luckily, there were V-Blades, and they spun up real quick without hitting Bale. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember that now. I haven't tried. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hit Bale. Thank God. I didn't. I, I, I wanted. I was committed. Yeah. <laughs> I was committed. Do, do, do. Stop. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a commitment. And money. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, not. it's more than money. I can't find those blades anymore. Oh. They're gone. I've not tried any aerobatic autos at all, so. One of these I actually days. did a pirouetting auto last night for the first time with Diablo. Oh, um, sweet. I would do them on the Synergy. but um, Yeah, you did a lot on them. It did it really well. It did it really well. I was surprised. Um, I, I was surprised in how little I had to steer the helicopter. Hmm. So, that was, that was a nice surprise although it was pretty late and there was no wind um <laughs> uh i've also done inverted autos with it i haven't done skidding autos with it it's carbon fiber skid it doesn't have skid tubes it has carbon fiber oh that's not flat carbon skyber stuff it is like a goblin uh-huh oh yeah yeah, I might be bolting my Align landing gear on for the auto contest. <laughs> I figured that stuff on the Protos, you know, they're half tube, even on the hard landing gear. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that would slide worth anything on grass. I don't know. I've never tried it. but um, That's good to hear you're going to a hell extravaganza. I'm definitely going to the extravaganza unless something blows up, but that's my plan. I'm planning on actually everyone, everything that's left this year. Thank you to the listeners, and uh, thank you, for Rich, Rich, for joining us tonight. Oh, man, thanks for having me again. I love it. It's a lot yeah. of fun. And I uh, enjoy talking with you guys and bashing things out, you know? <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode, as we enjoy taking the time to make them. If you have any questions regarding the show, such as future topics, events, or anything else, you can send us an email at telerotor at gmail.com or on Facebook, search Telerotor. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the field. Welcome to the bloopers section. Unfortunately, I forgot to put the bloopers in the last episode, so this is going to be episode 20 bloopers, followed by episode 21 bloopers. Enjoy! Yeah, right. I think it's ready. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't run from the chair in a long time. Huh. I expect you won't. I expect you won't make me run from the chair. I'm not going to make you run from the chair, but the fact that a roll looks like a paraflip is a problem. Man, there's people out there. I wish they could pure flip. <laughs> I wish I could too, but not while I'm doing a roll. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow, I guess I got. Apparently, I watched Rick try to do a roll so uh, too many times because I'm starting to add elevator now. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it today. I'm thinking, what the hell? It's a freaking oval. Uh, it's awesome. I can freaking influence you now. I got you in my head. And I'm thinking, okay, roll elevator. <laughs> <laughs>
What good? Call that the Richard Shaggy move. <laughs> the voices! Why? The voices! Other than that, I, I was doing great until I got to the to the loop with the roll and then the, the, the slow roll. I'm thinking, oh man! <laughs> I just did a Sours roll. <laughs> Uh, well, it's better. It's better than the Treadway Hurricane. Ah, uh, fire hydrant. <laughs> that was so awesome, dude. That helicopter, just like you, just like you said, it looked like Jaws just got it. It just snatched it, and you see his blades just flap as it slowly goes down. <laughs> but how do you hit a fire hydrant that's only inches above the road? Jeez, you know, um, but you can't even see. Carefully. That was awesome. Tell Duncan to the, the tobacco. There was no tobacco there. <laughs> I got a picture of the fire hydrant. He just broke the plastic capitals on top of it. <laughs> oh, shoot. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my grandson. It's very, very attractive there, Shaggy. Yeah. I you said get your grandson? On that one. Austin was like, do I get to talk to? And I'm like, no, go away. What? <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to let me talk? Or he's like, not going to let me talk? I'm like, no, go away. Get your iPad. Bad grandpa. So what? So we're just talking about Mid-Atlantic and, and stuff like that? No technical stuff? Yeah. You got any something technical you want to talk about that's small and, and, and fun? How, how, to, how, how to perform wow. the uh, Sarah's loop roll. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew it was coming. That's okay. It's a, it's now it's a loop roll. Once I find something, I just don't let it go. That's all right. I'm all about it. Hey, Shaggy, are you talking about the uh, audio for the uh, the the award? Yeah, I I recorded. Uh, I did a few interviews with some other people, like Tyson and John, and yeah, those are garbage because. I'm a dumbass. I thought that the speaker was on the bottom of the cell phone. It's in the top. <laughs> so I'm covering up the speaker while holding it to them. Monte. Well, I think I don't intend. I think we found someone that talks more than you do. <laughs> you know what? You guys invited my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. No, he's just mad because he doesn't get to talk much. No, I'm just <laughs> tired, and I got I, I still have a thirty minute drive home. Hey, dude, it's dark now. Yeah, it's dark now. You don't have to fly. No, but I, um, I got to go to bed to go to work in the morning. Yeah. I do too. What's that? What's that about? <laughs> you suck. Yeah, speaking of which, I got to get with Mike to uh, put a different end on my tail server for my oxy. Your oxy or my oxy? My oxy. Okay. My oxy. My oxy. <laughs> my, um, my oxy is everyone's oxy. <laughs> <laughs> your oxy has a new name. Since the last episode, That's your right. oxy has a new name. That's the right. name is Janie. <laughs> and for people that want to know why, explain. Ask John. Ask John. Yes, ask John. <laughs> ask John. Um, Should we say why? No, Just I'm John. not going to go into the story. That's John's story. Ask John. Uh, all, all I gotta say is Jamie's a slut. <laughs> Ask John. <laughs> John, it's a fitting name. It's a fitting name. Uh, upcoming events we are attending. Archon! AMA. 
Jesus. <laughs> Shut the f*** up! Right, fine, I'm mute. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? God damn it. What? I just got a notice from Easy Pass that they just deducted money from my account. Which Why? which means my Easy Pass just took $70 out of what you paid me for the gyro. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be another week before a new Diablo. Another week before I buy rotor blades. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Um. <laughs> hey, Austin. Night. You going to bed? I love you. Morning. I can't hear anything. I have it's only hear it in my headphones when somebody's talking. They're not talking right now. Pretty please. Huh? Pretty please. Pretty please. Hey, hang on. Shaggy, say something. Oh, what? What was that? Can you hear him? Yeah. You can hear, can you hear me? On the microphone. Can you hear me now? No, no, no. Don't, don't move the microphone. <laughs> I got a good what to say. <laughs> Is this Austin? Right in the middle of the podcast. Uh-huh. Why don't you give me back the headphones? Uh, say, say goodbye and goodnight. Don't touch any of the knobs. Bye, goodnight. Goodnight, Austin. Okay, well, brush your teeth. It's Austin, right? Awesome. That was awesome. Good night. Okay. Thanks. I don't know what, what he said or what he did, but move my microphone. So. Dude, have you ever tried to fillet your ham before? Fillet, fillet ham? Your ham. Oh, yes, I have. Well, not tried. <laughs> I have done it. I did it yesterday. I was trying to cut some hot glue off of a cowling on a plane. Oh. And whoop. Ouch. I'm back. It's like a, ha- it's like a half inch gap. It, it, it's, whew, it hurts. Man. I mean, yeah. And then I had to go to work today with dealing with ABC fire extinguisher powder. Woo-hoo. Oh. <laughs> I wrapped it. I I tried to keep it covered, but it didn't hurt as bad as I thought it would be today. Which I'm glad. <laughs> That's what didn't hurt as bad as I thought. Let me put some more in there. <laughs> <laughs> more salt in the wound. <laughs> yeah, I got a um a uh, 3D printer for my birthday. Oh, nice! You're trying to scrape off some of the the prints oh. with that you know little scraper, dude. You miss mm-hmm. with that thing. And there's like warnings all over the th- stuff that says don't cut yourself with this. Man, what do I do? Slice my hand open with it the first time I try to take a print off the board. <laughs> no fun. Yeah. yeah. I take a I take a, one of those scrapers and try to you know, when you um we have to scrape the old labels off the extinguishers and I put a brand new blade. This was actually in, at a um Luxstone. So this was at a rock quarry and it was cold. And so I, I couldn't have my hands were freezing, so I had gloves on them, but they were too thick, so I take the gloves off and I brand new blade slipped it right off the cylinder and it went about a full inch through my bl- my um inch long through my thumb, oh. and it was probably about a quarter inch deep. It would not stop bleeding mm. all day. I could, I almost needed. It was to the point where I almost needed stitches. I actually, uh, it was numb for several days oh. or several weeks actually. Luckily, it healed, mm. and I don't even see a scar on it. Oh no, there is a scar. I see it. Um, yeah, yes, it is, there, there isn't. It is a yeah, little. There isn't that, go ahead. Oh, say so there isn't that line where it's like. Nope, you know, like, uh, you know, like you walk up there, like anybody alive? Yes, all of us, get back. You know, it wasn't any of that. Yeah. 
Uh, like people had their helis from front, but they were just like chilling. I'm going to bury a brick in your head. Shut up. You. No, <laughs> you. Did I miss something? He won't stop know. talking. <laughs> when have you realized that? Right now. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Muting. You don't have to mute. Um. Yes. You done? I thought you're done. You're not done. Oh yeah, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, brick. oh, okay. Brick, brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get the close out. Let her rip. Let her rip, tater chip. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching too much Cletus McFarland on YouTube. Um. Hey, real quick. I'm sorry to cut this up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think we try to try to finish that way and start packing up? Because I, I already hit. I'm already. Day. I'm already done. I can hit stop and. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't end it. I already said thank you to the listeners. Really, dude. Really, really. But that's not the ending. I mean, like we always do that ending thing. For do your ending thing. Pre-recorded. Chucklehead. Oh, screw it. Oh. Well, screw you. <laughs> I'm. I'm going home then. I'm gonna break you. Screw you. <laughs> All right. You want me to stop this recording then? <laughs>